0: When I went on to Western Union, it tells you very Mm -hmm. many times, don't wire to anybody that's not a friend or a family. I Mm -hmm. did it anyway. I'm like, Uh this is legitimate. I know this is going to work. This is fine. Uh They don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Right. But I I did it. And then I got an alert from my bank that said, this doesn't seem right. Are you sure you want to send this money? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's me. I'm doing this. I know what I'm doing. I'm not getting scammed. Her dog never arrived, but her money was taken for a walk. Today we're talking about pet scams. Scams that prey on a vulnerable member of your family while stealing your money and robbing you of companionship. When looking for a new companion, folks often go to a pet store, learn from a neighbor or friend that a pet is available, or see an ad in the newspaper. When people look for love online, anything can happen. We'll be back after the break.
1: What are we even talking about when we talk about true crime? I'm Rebecca Sebastian, host of the weekly interview format podcast, Dialogue, a true crime conversation. Join me every Wednesday for a new conversation about justice. We live in a post-truth society where justice is elusive. Mystery. All of a sudden he was startled awake, and he couldn't remember having heard the sound, but he remembered the feeling of having heard the sound. Crime.
0: The number one thing victims of crime say afterward is, I
1: knew not to get in the elevator with that guy, open the door to my apartment, walk across that dark street. Cults. Ask to be branded, ask to be held down and say, master, you know. Please brand me, it would be an honor for the rest of my life. Culture and more. This system is so ingrained and in so many facets of society. We're talking about the criminal legal system, but it goes far beyond that because this is something that's just really in the consciousness of everyone. And once a month, we'll be shaking it up and lightening it up with some true crime trivia. Dialogue, that's dialogue with a D-I-E, is available on all podcast listening platforms.
0: I told him, I said, listen, I want this cat. I will give you the money, and I will sign any forms that I have to sign when I see this cat. Until then, there will be no money heading your way. WATE in Knoxville, Tennessee spoke with Louise Archer, who found a cat through a website she thought was run by a breeder of Maine Coon cats. She offered to pay $750 for the cat, and the breeder asked for the money to be sent via Western Union or through a gift card. Instead, she jumped into her car and made the 400-mile trip from Oak Ridge, Tennessee, to Tifton, Georgia.
1: Driving through downtown
0: Atlanta, with three kids in the car, he even contacted my husband via a phone call, and my husband said, we're coming down to pick up the cat.
1: And he said, okay, we'll see you when you get here. And when we rang the poor guy's doorbell,
0: he had no clue that there was someone at his address supposed to be selling cats. Archer invested time and the cost of travel, but was repaid with disappointment. Since the pandemic began, more people have sought out pets, and scammers have stepped up to meet the demand. The website veterinarians.com says between January and October of this year... Puppy scams increased by more than 165% compared with the previous year. Just in California, families lost more than a quarter of a million dollars, with the average loss being $734. California had the greatest number of scams, followed by Texas, Florida, New York, and Ohio. The Federal Trade Commission advises to see the pet in person. Not to use wire transfer services and do a reverse search of any photo you see in case it was used on other websites. If the seller won't allow you to see the animal and accepts only wire transfers or gift cards, it's a clear sign you're being scammed. In Ohio, Tammy Peruki had lost her miniature pincher to illness and decided she wanted another of the same breed. She found a seller online, agreed to spend $900 for two dogs, and was asked to send the money, you guessed it, via Western Union or a gift card. Classic signs that you're dealing with a scammer. After paying additional processing and shipping fees, she got a shipping notice that seemed legit.
1: After that, I got another email stating that, oh, they're not in the proper crate. He reassured me, I've used this transport company. They're trustworthy. Trust me, you will get your money back. I felt like I was cornered and had no other choice. I texted them a copy of the receipt, and I was waiting hours and hours. I did this at 10 in the morning, and I wasn't hearing anything. I says, I'm not paying any more money. Now I know you're scamming me.
0: Before realizing the transportation company and the breeder were working together, she paid for insurance renewal and additional fees. In the end, she lost about $2,500. I'm a summer guy. I'll be on the porch enjoying a cool drink and reading. Doesn't get any better, unless someone else does the cooking. I'm not going to spend the day in fresh air only to eat processed foods. If I'm not eating fresh, I'm wasting one of the best seasons of the year. Fortunately, Factor comes to my rescue. They send fresh meals to me that can be cooked up in minutes. I can go back to the porch with a great meal and enjoy the sunset. I'm not into programmed diets. I like the chef's choice meals. But if I wanted keto, protein, vegan, or anything else, they can provide it. Premium meals could include steak, shrimp, broccolini, or asparagus. The meals come prepped and are customizable. You can get add-ons for breakfast, lunch, or snacks. And when I head out on vacation, Factor will pause my service until I get back. Plus, I love to grill, so I can choose one of Factor's meals during the week and fire up the charcoal on weekends. Be good to yourself. Enjoy the warm weather, great foods from Factor, along with some money-saving discounts I'm about to tell you about. Head to factormeals.com slash scamsandcons50 and use code SCAMSANDCONS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code cons 50 at Factormeals.com slash cons 50 to get 50% off your first box and 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Sometimes pet scammers don't wait for you to come to them seeking a new companion. They steal the one you already have and hold it for ransom. The elements of this scam are pretty much like what you'd encounter when buying a pet. The finder claims to have the pet, but... They're a distance from you, so money is needed for transportation. The Scammer may also say they know who the thief is, and for a fee, they will get it back for you. In all these cases, they hold the power. Sam Struble of Williamsville, New York, awoke one morning to find her cat missing. That wasn't unusual. It was often gone for several days, but it always returned. But it wasn't before long when she became concerned and began posting information and pictures on lost animal websites.
1: That same day, I got a text from an unknown number from a different area code that was saying, hey, I found your cat Tilly. I jumped out of bed and went downstairs and was so happy, telling all my family members, like, they found Tilly, but it was just all a lie.
0: Struble told WKBW that she asked for a photo of the cat, but the scammer wanted a verification code to prove she was the rightful owner.
1: So if I gave them the verification code, they would have been able to get into my Google account. Like, shame on you. You're trying to take advantage of people who are missing their animals, and it's just really cruel.
0: But even trying to find your pet puts you at risk. In Indianapolis, con artists trolled found pet websites, contacted the person holding the pet, saying it was theirs, and they claimed it. Shortly thereafter, the pet was put up for sale on Craigslist. WRTV reported that the woman contacted the seller and was told it would cost far more than the $50 advertised to get her pet back. Fortunately, the Pet Finder website's owner had alerted police. They found the woman running the scam and placed her under arrest. In more insidious cases, you might need to hire a pet detective. And we're not talking about Ace Ventura. The person we have in mind is Colin Butcher. Butcher is a former police officer and veteran of the Royal Navy. In 2003, he became a pet detective in the UK. He not only finds missing pets, but also those who've been stolen. One of his secret agents is Molly, a black cocker spaniel which has been trained to sniff out cats. She's been so successful that a book has been written about her adventures, and I'll provide a link to it in the show notes.
1: And quite often they will use a distraction technique is called turning the mark. And what that means is this. One of the two individuals will approach the dog owner from the opposite direction and ask a a question of directions or something quite simple. And because in Britain we're all quite polite, we don't want to offend. So we will take a few seconds to answer that question. And that's all the other dog thief needs to steal your dog because he will have a high value treat in their possession. He will have a lure dog, which might be a dog in heat, or even have a rag in his possession that is being wiped around a dog that's in heat. What they're trying to do is to tease your dog away from you. So whilst one is distracting you, the other moves in, puts a leash on your dog and moves out the area immediately. And I've seen dog thieves complete the theft
0: within five seconds. Once the owner realizes the dog is missing, one of the thieves may offer to help look, saying he noticed the dog in an area of the park that is opposite from where the dog is being taken. It also reinforces the notion that the dog has run away instead of being stolen. Here's a technique Butcher uses to keep his dog safe.
1: When you go to your dog, show your dog a treat bag and have in your possession some high-value treats. Put that treat bag into pocket and tap it. Make sure your dog spots where you're putting it. The final thing that you do is put your lead on your dog and then you take the dog out of the vehicle and you and your family or your friends leave the car park with your dog on the lead. Now, once you're away from the car park, here's some more advice that I would give you. The very first thing that I do on every single walk I have with my dog, and I sometimes walk her two or three times a day, is I check a recall. I make sure she knows that this is part of the routine, so she expects it. Once you feel that you're safely away from the car park, unclip the lead and send your dog off, but immediately do the recall. And as you do the recall, move your hand to the pocket where you've placed the super treats. You want your dog to think, I know exactly what is in that pocket. You want your dog to come back. Keep your dog in your line of sight. Now that might be 10 yards, it might be 100 yards. That's up to you as long as you can see your dog and you are very, very confident that when you use your recall, your dog will return to you. And please don't become one of those people that's constantly pipping on a whistle because all you're doing there is teaching your dog to ignore the whistle.
0: Sometimes pets aren't stolen. They just get lost and can't find their way home. This situation can leave you feeling helpless unless you live in Phoenix. Every year, Maricopa County Animal Care and Control takes in around 28,000 animals. 65% of those are lost pets. We invented this system so that we could reduce the overall euthanasia rate. Our thinking was the more pets that we got out of the shelter and got back to their homes, the fewer animals would be euthanized, and it's worked. That's John Reynolds. He manages the animal shelter for Maricopa County, Arizona. His department has put together a mapping system that takes reports about lost pets and locks in the last location the pet was seen. From that, people who find animals can check with the system and contact the owner. This is one of the reasons that we've reached a 95% save rate with our shelter. The experts say the best advice to protect your pet is simply to pay attention and look for things that just don't seem right. If you're buying a pet and the seller wants a gift card as payment, you can be sure something's wrong. If the price keeps increasing or there are multiple delays, there could be a scammer at work. Lastly, if the seller won't let you see the dog, it's likely you're barking up the wrong tree. It's a given that scammers want to take your money then disappear before they start sporting new wrist accessories. But pet scams require that the scammer first destroy one of your most important relationships. Unfortunately, there is no cure for heartbreak, and even if the scammer is caught, no amount of jail time will compensate you for the deep personal violation that has left scars on your heart. When it comes to companions, be they human or animal, the relationships are precious. Don't take them for granted. A successful con seduces a sucker into a world where their dreams can come true. Power and great riches are within their grasp. Entering this world comes with an admission fee. But this opportunity is special and only special people are allowed inside. This magic casts a spell that leads its audience to hand over all their money to scammers who vanish before the sucker realizes it was all an illusion. If you enjoy the podcast, please help us out by telling your friends and encouraging them to listen. Scams and Cons is available wherever podcasts are found and at scamsandcons.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just search for Scams and Cons. Lastly, we'd also be grateful for a five star rating wherever you're listening right now. It goes a long way toward building our audience. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening.